You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're back here on Hurt at Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, KFOR in Lincoln. That's DB. I'm Ravi Lula. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as well. And we're live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill where you need to get ready for a game-changing experience at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill, Omaha's premier sports bar now hiring at La Vista and Gretna locations. That is both locations. If you haven't heard, it's more than just a sports bar. It's elevated pub fare, handcrafted pizzas, diverse craft spirits and classic cocktails, live events and shows. There's something for everybody at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. Currently, they're hiring at both locations for all positions. So join the team today and be a part of the excitement. You can visit in person at the Gretna location all week. So that's today and tomorrow, the rest of the week, between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. at the Gretna location for spot on-the-spot interviews and hiring. Or you can visit hurtatsportsbar.com slash careers to apply. Make every game day unforgettable at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill where sports, food, fun, and live entertainment come together. Uh, so I want to do a little... I'm still laughing at Shane lamenting over the tater tots yesterday. Ooh, I do like a tater tot. Me too. Those are fire. I'm just telling you, I was, I'm happy to see that the, the upcharge on the breaded wings is still an option. That's, that's fire too. You love the breaded wings. They're unbelievable. Love a good breaded wing. Yeah, I, it's Probably if it's not smoked, mm-hmm. then want it bread. I, I want it. I prefer bread. Okay, so we're we're kind of in the spot that we were supposed to heard at hot seat. And I know there's something else you want to talk to, but real would quick, you do, would you do breaded wings and tater tots together? Because that sounds really good. Uh, if I was going to eat on point the rest of the week, I probably wouldn't eat those in the same day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, spread it out a little bit. Spread it out. One hundred percent. Gotcha. If you are looking for a Go-to breakfast sandwich. Mm -hmm. I want substance, not location. So not where you're going, but you're you're putting together a little breakfast sandwich, you know, a little breakfast sandy. Yep. What's going on that bad boy? Uh, So whatever it's on can't be too chewy. So So that's what you were talking about. You like a muffin over like a biscuit? Or a soft witch over... Like a bagel? Yeah. Like a full-on bagel is a little much. Although there is a bagel place here that has an incredible breakfast sandwich. Mm-hmm. So it has to be something I can fully bite. Okay. Multiple meats. So I'm either I'm a, I'm a bacon sausage guy. I'm okay. a I'm a you know pastrami bacon or corned beef bacon. Ooh, I like pastrami so, and corned beef. So, something like that. So I want more than one are, meat. Are you are you at all? Can I tempt you with a breakfast salmon at all? Yeah, I. So yes. Okay. Yes. A little bit. That's probably one A. Cooked or 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 raw. I prefer cold smoked, but okay. I'll eat. I probably wouldn't eat warm salmon for breakfast. Fair. Yeah. I would go cold. Kind of like the locks situation with the, with the salmon cream cheese, Ooh, a okay. slice of cheddar cheese on an Asiago Softwich. Okay. I know it sounds a little cheesy and a little salmony. I would knock that off every day that ends in Y. One thinly sliced tomato. Ooh-wee. Um, but so usually multiple meat. Okay. Something soft. But if it's salmon, you'll make, a, you'll make an exception on the multiple. Yeah, it's, it's strong enough as a protein where mm. you, don't I'm, need, I'm, you don't need I'm, I'm cool. Um, like if I was really going to be a glutton, mm-hmm. I'd like a nice 
crunch on it like a hash brown. Ooh. What about, could you throw a wild card idea here? Could you throw a little, like a slice of bacon on the salmon, or is that overpower the salmon too much? Um, you got to be careful with bacon sometimes. Very, I know. Very strong I don't, uh, I've never had bacon and salmon. No, I'm just thinking, together. I'm thinking crunchier. And I put bacon on everything. Yeah, I'm thinking a little crunchier, a little extra protein. You know, yeah. just, you know. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not going to thumb my <laughs> nose up at it. I just, give, I, it, give I, it a go, maybe. I don't mess with perfection. That's and fair. This particular location has a really. Got really, it down pat? Yeah. Okay. So I don't mess with their, like, that's like, it may be one. Yeah, not even one A. It's, it's, like, it's because there are just days I want traditional breakfast meat. Mm hmm. Cheese, sausage, something. Sure, yeah. Yeah. You know. Like, I got to figure my breakfast situation out. That's why I'm asking, you know. I got a couple of spots for you. So we've been working. I, 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 I've got the sleepiest breakfast place, I think, Are in the city. Are they open early enough for me to yes, go before the show? they do do breakfast, and people don't give them enough burn. And they're big. Mm. They're not the little ones that you can put in your palm. Yeah. It is a fantastic sandwich. You need like a big breakfast sandy. Yes. Because you know? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I've been rocking the Uncrustables for a little while. I'm yeah, kind of burned I've, out. It's kind of, it's weird me out. It's, I'm burned out on it a little bit. You know, I kind of go through these phases where I'll eat up, I'll like hyper fixate on a food. And it smells like peanut butter. Well, that's because there's peanut butter in there. I have a super strong, like my olfactory is like the only good sense I have. It's <laughs> you know, I can't see worth a darn. <laughs> I do hear well. Yeah. Like I, like little noises. And I, who knows about my sense of touch? It's not like, ooh, that was my touch. Yeah. I <laughs> but I, like, I, 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 I compare that. I can freaking smell my brains out. But, yeah. So, I, the, well, the only thing I want to get to in the cleanup is, like, what Bruncey was talking about with, I just think about this with guys that were being recruited. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the recruiting calendar with, the, like, a, Jew, a potential June. But for period. a couple of years, I have said des December is a mess. It is. I've seen the toll that it takes on coaches. I've seen kind of the lack of attention that they can give down the stretch mm -hmm. because they are spread thin. Well, and the other thing is the December signing period lends itself to chaos with the coaching carousel. Yes. Like just total and utter it's, it's, mayhem. It's too much going on. Because it used to be, hey, you fire. And, and, and it's caused guys to get fired earlier. Yep. So they can start the calendar. Right. Yeah. Because – before, you could fire a guy after your season, and he still had two months to figure out his recruiting class. Now, he's got like a week if you wait till the end of the season. Maybe two. Yeah, and I know you have some strong thoughts on, on what a December signing period would be. Um, June? Or June. Yeah. But I will say this quickly. because I want to Because I, I just, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Yeah. Because I think if you, as the playoffs expand, mm -hmm. December, January becomes much more important. Yeah. And there's more people in the party, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're going from 12 to, to 14 or to whatever. 16 or whatever. Whatever that number ends up being. Like, that means that's a lot of coaches um, and their staffs that are kind of divided in the month of December and a lot of January mm -hmm. that doesn't allow you to really be recruiting. Yeah, to be locked in on recruiting. So do you still need February? Is February too traditional to not mess with? I think you're okay with February okay. because – if you're talking about even 16 teams, you're talking about. So how long is the dead period in December, though? Let's say you, design, you sign December 4th or 5th or whatever, the first Wednesday in December. The dead period goes how long? What then you're we, at Christmas. What if we got rid of, of December, the signing period? Now, I see. I don't think you can. I Not think, even if you move one to June? See, I actually think December is the non-negotiable. Really? I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm here for because pushback. Because it sounded like you were just saying that December's too chaotic. 
So here's the thing. Yeah. Move it up early, then give it a dead period. So coaches can, can coach. Right. So my thought is get rid of it entirely. Move it to June. That way, December is just football. Right? If we're doing a, if we're doing a big time, big boy playoff, and we're dealing with are coaching you, are changes. You, are you comfortable with only having February if coaches are I'm bowl gaming? About, hang on, though. Okay, sorry. If coaches are bowl gaming mm-hmm. and conference championshiping, as long as that's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? And playoffing. Mm-hmm from the middle of December through the middle of January. It's better than currently with the December one. It's less even with the dead period? Yeah, I think maybe So why not a dead period and let it and let you still keep February? Well, that's what I mean. You keep February. So I that's what I'm saying though. The December is the non-negotiable because it gets the bulk of your class out of the way. Right, but we used to not have December and it was fine. Not really. That's why you have December. Okay, but hear me out. What if you go June, you leave the season alone, and then February. Okay. So talk to me about, and I'm listening because I don't know. Yeah. What's the advantage for signing in June? So if you've got both June and December, that's where I get worried, right? Because I think you would see the same so thing. This, so this is a June assumption without December. This is a June. I think the best, if you're going to go June, I think you have to take out December. I don't think June, December, and February makes any sense whatsoever. I don't think I'm June. Pro- I'm, I'm, pro- I'm inclined to agree. I don't think June, December makes that much sense. I think if you want the best product for college football and the best thing for the athletes, because if you've got June, December, February, what I think is going to happen is the same thing we had with February to December. Teams are going to wrap up their classes in December. February is going to get forgot about, and guys are going to be forced to make decisions maybe before they're ready. So, okay, so do you think that the schools that like senior evals, mm-hmm. they're not changing anyway? So you're pulling them out of it. That's so, why February, you leave February that's alone. That's what I, okay, I'm yeah. just, I'm. Just yeah. processing real Because times. if a guy is going to commit early, the difference between June and December, I actually don't think is that big. The difference between June and February, because then you're allowing senior tape, right? If a guy's signing in December, you already know you want that guy before his senior film, for the most part. If a guy's signing in February, that gives senior film a chance. But if a guy's signing in June, he's the same guy that's probably going to sign in December. Oh, I don't know. For the most part. If June signing period, I mean, is Rayola here? Well, you might end up different places, but it's not like the eval on Unreal will change. That's what I meant. Okay. That, the, no, that's right. The that's eval fair. doesn't change. Destination I'm, might. Might have to get a little more loosey-goosey on that transfer portal. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll talk Ohio State.